Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep Talking. Talkers, in this episode, I'm talking about how to manage distractions. Como manejar distracciones, okay? This is a very important topic. I've talked about it before. We've had episodes that I've called digital message management. I call digital message management the most important skill of the 21st century. El manejo de mensajes digitales, en mi opinión, es la habilidad más importante del siglo XXI, okay? Now, this episode I'm talking about distractions in general. However, it's sort of the same topic because most of these distractions that we have nowadays come in the form of digital messages, okay? And even though I've talked about some of this stuff before, this probably won't be new to a lot of you. You'll have heard a lot of these things either from me or someone else, but they're still useful. It's worth repeating. Vale repetirlo. Okay, so these are eight tips, eight tips, eight things that I do, sometimes successfully, sometimes not that successfully, to try to get some stuff done and avoid all these distractions that we have. So the first thing is own the morning. What do I mean by own the morning? Que significa eso de own the morning? Ser dueño de la mañana? What? Basically, don't allow any distractions for at least the first hour or so of your day. Now. If you're like me, I start off with a little meditation, a little bit of journaling, and then an exercise routine, okay? You don't have to do it exactly the same way, but I think it's smart for most people to have a routine, whether it's meditation, whether it's exercise, whether it's going out and seeing the sunrise, going for a walk, doing some yoga, reading a book, anything that kind of wakes you up, gets you in a good mood, and is not just a response reactive mode, okay? Cualquier cosa que te ponga en un buen estado de ánimo y que no es como modo respuesta, okay? We all know that probably the worst thing that we can do most days when we wake up is look at our phone and all the messages that might have come in overnight and all of the news. All right, next thing. Try, this is an interesting one, but take longer to respond to people. I know that we live in a world where it seems like we have to get back to people and respond to people right away, but purposely and intentionally a lot of times take longer to respond to people. Tarda más tiempo a propósito, intencionalmente, para responder a mensajes, okay? Don't do it to your mom. My mom got mad at me when I said that I do that to her. <laughs> Don't do it to your mom, all right? Responde a tu mamá, okay? Responde rápido a tu mamá, all right? Be nice to your mom. I learned my lesson. But I told her, I was just, I'm like, I'm responding slower to everybody. That's why I'm responding slower to you. She's like, Sean, I'm your mother. When I message you, you see the message, you message back. I'm like, okay, yes. Si, señorita. Got, señora. Whatever, whatever you call your mom. Si, mamá. Gotcha. Okay. So, the point is, though, if in general, because most of the messages, let's be honest, like most of the messages we get from people throughout the day are not our mom, and they're also not important. Okay? Not like, they're not 
urgent. Maybe they're important. I mean, I know there's a difference between urgent and important. But you don't have to respond to your friend who said, like, yeah, that was a really hilarious meme. Or, like, yo, uh, on Saturday, are we meeting at 10? If it's Tuesday, you can wait until, you know, a little later on Tuesday and say, say yep, 10 o'clock Saturday works. Your friend probably isn't going to dump you for somebody else because you didn't respond quick enough. Okay? Little things like that. We don't need to respond that fast because what happens when you respond to everybody fast is you get more responses. Okay? The more that you slow down, like let's be honest, me and you probably all have, I don't know, 500, like how many, it's, we know it's over 100. Come on, everybody that lives in the modern world gets definitely more than 100 of some sort of notifications on your phone every day. Not necessarily always messages, but notifications, whether it's from your, your Gmail or your calendar or your news or your social media or just your WhatsApp, whatever. We, we all get, it's like in the hundreds for everybody. For some people, it's in the thousands. Come on, I know this. If you're less than 100, you're doing well. I congratulate you because that means you're living a bit more of a controlled life in terms of messages. But most of those messages can wait, okay? And the thing is, if, and I've made this mistake a lot before, if we respond to a lot of them fast, all that does is creates more messages. If you respond to people every five minutes, and that just gives them a chance to respond back to you. And all of a sudden, you're creating more and more messages. So if you want to lower the number of messages, just respond a little bit less frequently. It'll make your day easier. And I'm going to get to the last bullet point here. I'll go a little further on what I think you should do instead. But for now, number three, put your phone in do not disturb or airplane mode even at certain times. Okay, so do not disturb airplane mode, modo no molestar, modo avión, lo que sea. I know people can't always do it. Sometimes you have to be available for calls and things like that. But when you can put it in one of those modes, this is a basic, simple thing. We've all heard that before. Another thing is just mute the notifications that you can, right? We all know how to do this as well. Ponga en mudo silencia uh, las notificaciones que puedas por periodos, okay? Uh, you'll know what they are, right? I mean, I've been working on this at work. I'm like, okay, some of these chat groups that we're in, I need to mute some of these, some of these group chats because I don't need to, to hear a ping. Those pings, that ding, ding, ding. That loud ding every time someone in a group sends a message to the group. It's really bad for us, in my opinion, just to be just I think it is bad for us on a psychological level because it creates a certain anxiety within us. I don't perfectly understand the science, but it creates a certain anxiety every time we hear a little ping like that. Because ping tells us we need to respond and it takes us out of our state of flow, if you will, and whatever we're working on to respond to the ping. Okay, so mute certain notifications. Number five goes right along with that, and that is finish your task. Finish your current task. Termina tu tarea actual, tu tarea en la cual estás trabajando. So in my main job, for example, I have a lot of these little mini tasks that I work on via the computer that oftentimes take between five and ten minutes to finish. All right. Now, I've gotten pretty good at not allowing like a new email that comes in or a new message in one of these chats or anything like that to take me out of the task. If someone calls me, I'll answer the phone, right? But I'm not going to respond to some new email in the middle of my task because then it takes me even longer to get back to the task. When we break out of that flow state that we're in, trying to finish a task to go respond to something else, it just makes takes us longer to get back into what we were doing. In my opinion, it helps 
for a lot of different reasons, psychologically and in terms of how fast you get things done, just to finish the task that you're working on, however long it is. I mean, obviously, if it's an eight-hour task, well, you'll probably have to respond to someone in between there. But you, you'll know what I mean by this. You'll know what works for you within your workflow at your job or in your personal life. But focus on finishing the task at hand rather than getting back to messages unless they're totally urgent, okay? Next one goes right along with it. I call it batch responding. So what is a batch? A batch is essentially a group of something. Un grupo de algo. Eso es un batch in English. And what I mean by batch responding is this is the way I like to do it. I mean, all of these tips are things that work for me and not necessarily for everyone. For some people, they say this doesn't work well, but I really like this. So what I do is I kind of let messages pile up. O sea, yo dejo que los mensajes se amonten un poco en mi teléfono, right? I prefer to have like one time per hour. I've been doing it not quite as well lately, but I used to be really good at this where I would like let like two, three hours go and I would let the messages pile up and I'd just be working, working, doing my thing and then I'll take five minutes, you know, a couple minutes every two hours or whatever to respond to everybody, respond to everybody as quickly as possible. I have some friends who are very good at doing this. They're very good at managing their time, their messages, and there probably is 20 new messages on your phone, you know, five WhatsApp messages, a couple other random text messages, a couple of, uh, well, maybe emails if you get them on your phone, Instagram messages, whatever. All these messages and notifications have piled up, but you handle them all at the same time. You handle them in a batch. Respondes a todo al mismo tiempo en ese grupo de nuevos mensajes. A mí me ayuda mucho. Algunas personas dicen que no porque no les gusta cuando todos los mensajes están así amontados. Es como overwhelming. Se desesperan. But for me, I really like it just rather than breaking out of my tasks all the time and responding to each individual message. All right. The next one, this is an interesting one. I've got two more on here. Toma café. Drink coffee. Okay, so why do I have drink coffee on here? I'm someone, well, I like, I'm right now I'm just drinking one cup of coffee a day, and I do it in the morning. And without getting too much into the brain effects of coffee and the psychological effects of coffee, I do think it helps me, especially actually when I drink with something called MCT oil or medium chain triglycerides. Okay, MCT son triglyceridos. Is that how you say it in Spanish? De cadena mediana, whatever. I don't know how to translate that. But it's derived from coconut oil. It's algo derivado del aceite de coco. Uh, and you can put it in your coffee. You can use it for a lot of things. It's a very healthy thing. It's very good for our brains. Whether or not you have this, it could be coffee with this or just coffee. Coffee with butter. Believe it or not, café con mantequilla, eso no es una mentira. Coffee just with butter, I find, is very useful too. What a fat like an MCT oil or a coconut oil or a butter does is it makes the effect of the coffee linger a little bit longer. That way you kind of stay mentally clear and focused for a little bit longer. You know, because sometimes people like me who drink coffee every day, well, we drink the coffee, but then it seems like it, the, the effect goes away in like an hour, right? But if you drink, drink it with MCT oil or butter, the fat content makes the absorption rate slow down from what I hear. Maybe it's placebo effect, the effect, tal vez sea efecto placebo, but I feel like it works for me. And so anyway, the idea just with drinking coffee and especially adding some fat to it, not sugar, I don't like adding sugar to anything, adding some fat to it 
will slow down the absorption rate. It makes, makes me kind of stay in that like that coffee zone. That like, oh yeah, I'm focused. I got my coffee. I don't know. It, it does help because for me, usually I have my coffee in the morning. I don't like to drink it again in the afternoon unless I'm like super tired. Then I might. But I do feel like in the morning I just have a better focus anyway. And I feel like sometimes that's the coffee. The last thing is make it a phone call when you can instead of a bunch of texts. This applies to almost anything. I mean, this applies to work situations. Do a call instead of a bunch of text. Haz una llamada en vez de muchísimos mensajes de texto. Because really, well, there's the emotional aspect of it. If you can see someone in person, that's even better, right? Uh, it's even better than a call, of course. But a phone call, in my opinion, it's just, it's just a lot better. It's a lot better, you know, with the emotions uh, involved. You can hear the other person's voice. You can hear how they're feeling. And I think that we achieve a lot more, actually, when we just have a call rather than exchanging 10, 20 messages back and forth via text. I just don't think we, it's not a very efficient way to communicate a message or really to do anything. I think that we express a lot more, we learn a lot more, we share a lot more in a 10-minute phone call or a 20-minute phone call than 10 or 20 minutes of exchanging texts back and forth. I know people don't, some people don't like calling nowadays. I like to do it whenever possible. So, yeah. All right, talkers, those are the tips. Like I said, this is a very important skill. We'll keep working on it. It's something that, you know, as we move forward in this world full of distractions, yeah, we just got to keep working on it. We're not going to do it perfect, but we can try to, you know, be a little better day by day. We'll slip up sometimes. We won't be perfect, but let's try to follow some of these basics. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.